Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Hey ladies, so I wanted to do a quick intro to this episode so you aren't confused, but the wonderful ladies at Aversio Wellness, Brandy Garden and Desiree Caruso um, came on and did a training for the Hormone Reset Program ladies. And they had a whole Q&A, but they were learning about using functional mushrooms for um, hormone balance in terms of supporting ovulation, um, in terms of supporting blood sugar balance. It was, it was incredible. It was so good. And I, so what we ended up on doing is just chopping out the, the Q&A at the end so that you guys can hear the training because it was it was really, really, really good. Without further ado, I will let them um, share all of the goodies. If you decide you do want to do and use Aversio mushrooms, they do have a discount code for you. It's just my name, Leah, L-E-A-H. You can save 15%, but just sit and learn about the amazingness of mushrooms. Just wait till you learn about maitake. Your mind will be blown. Um, I'm Brandy Garden. I'm the co-founder of Aversio Wellness and Desiree, who you saw there, um, is a naturopathic doctor who works with us as an ND advisor and a community connector and an educator in all things fungi. Um, so I'm going to do the nerd part at the beginning and tell you why I fell in love with mushrooms and a little bit of my health story and how I came to find these incredible gifts from Mother Nature. And then I'll pass it off to Des to tell you about the really deep medical research stuff that I could listen to all day. So the word aversio um, might sound strange, and that's because it's not an English word. Aversio is Latin for change. Aversio means change. So um, we very purposefully called the company that because it is our mission to change lives through fungi, and that's because of the profound positive changes both my husband and I have had by starting to include them in our lives. So that's my husband, Craig. That's our our dog, our boxer, Maui, and we are out in a park right here near our home where we go on mushroom walks all the time. We knew when we came to this business, to this industry, to mushrooms, that in order to actually do this, to change lives through fungi, we actually were going to need to change the industry because it's not new. Mushrooms are not new. They've been around a long time, but it really became our goal to inspire all of the brands that have been here before us, and we wouldn't be here if they didn't start this decades ago, um, to become more transparent about what Leah talks about all the time, potency and purity, because it was it was embarrassing to us when we started realizing what we had spent money on and what we were taking and how out of line with research those things were. So that's a big change that we need to see. Um, we need to see a commitment to sustainable packaging. I'll talk a bit about that. We love mushrooms they come from mother nature they are gifts there's no way we are giving back plastic to her so i'll tell you about what how that happened in forming a company around mushrooms and then offering fair value to customers so a lot of customers look at the price point of a mushroom and compare it to other supplements and things and we look at the difference in cost on the shelf there are 20 dollars mushroom supplements and there are 100 dollars mushroom supplements and what the heck is going on there and what value means to us 
beyond just the price tag. So changing those things really became our passion in the conversation as we were getting going. Hey ladies, I want to introduce you to our newest podcast partner, Purity Woods. If you did not know, I turned 30 this year and I am on the prevention train when it comes to quality skincare. And I know that I've mentioned this before, but my biggest frustration with the beauty industry is just all the deceit that we see in marketing all the time. On the bottle, it would say toxin-free, paraben-free, and you think you're getting this product that doesn't have any endocrine disruptors. And then you turn it over and you look at the ingredients and you just go, okay, well, this is full of hormone disrupting ingredients. And then we have this struggle of actually wanting, you know, skincare that works, or do we choose skincare that, you know, isn't going to disrupt our hormones, but you guys, you can actually have both. It does take a little investigating, but you can have both. So what I love about Purity Woods is that they are USDA certified organic and they're paraben free and they're petroleum free and they're fragrance free and they're phthalate free. They don't have any of those hormone disrupting ingredients that we obviously absolutely don't want. On top of that though, they actually work, okay? So the coolest part that drew me to Purity Woods was the fact that they have mushrooms in their products. You guys know that I am obsessed with taking mushrooms internally as a supplement. So of course the next step is going to be you know, making sure my external products also have mushrooms in them. So let me introduce you to my two favorites. So the age-defying night cream has the extract, organic extract of maple leaves. All of their products actually have this in there. And the main thing that this does is it prevents the breakdown of elastin, which is the cause of your skin sagging and eliminates the appearance of your age spot. So, you know, if you're putting this on at night, you know, make your skincare work while you are sleeping. But this one, the night cream, also has tremella mushroom in it. And this one contains polysaccharides and it helps pull the moisture deep into the skin. And I am somebody who always struggles with dry skin. If I lean anywhere, it's definitely on the, the dry skin um, spectrum. So the fact that this one can protect my blood vessels and improve skin quality and moisturize my skin at a cellular level because of that wonderful tremella mushroom, Yes, sign me up for that one. And then the other one that I've been obsessed with is their eye cream, you know, and it fits, you know, same, all the same labels. It's fragrance free, phthalate free, paraben free, all of the things. I am someone that is definitely more sensitive to scents, even if they come from non-toxic sources on my face. And so I really, really like that these are fragrance free. So you know, I'm not smelling anything when I go to sleep and I can just, you know, close my eyes, go to sleep. This one has bakuchiol in it. It has the organic extract of maple leaves. And are you ready for this mushroom? It has turkey tail in it, which this is full of antioxidants. So it's really going to help with any skin damage, making your skin look more even, um, and help with overall inflammation and combat age spots. So I am on the prevention train, but you guys will seriously love this. You will have that, you'll go to sleep and you'll have that glazed donut 
look on your face where everything is super smooth and everything is super plump and you know that your skincare is doing its job. But on top of that, you know that your skincare is not going to actually disrupt your hormones, which is, you know, number one priority. But it's nice when it also really works. Turn back time on the appearance of your skin with Purity Woods Age Defying Dream Cream. Purity Woods is currently offering 17% off site wide, but we have an additional 10% discount for our listeners for a total savings of 27% off. Go to puritywoods.com slash Leah or enter code Leah at checkout for an additional 10% off your first order. That's P-U-R-I-T-Y-W-O-O-D-S dot com and enter code Leah, L-E-A-H, for a total of 20% off your first order. So why did we start this mushroom company? (laughs) So um, this is connected to my health story. And that starts a long, long time ago. When I was 15 years old, I was diagnosed with psoriasis. So um, I, I was embarrassed by that. It showed up on my skin as these lesions. It was flaky. It was in my scalp and my elbows. I was in grade 10 and it was an inconvenience to me, but really it wasn't stopping me from living the life I wanted to live. I was offered light therapy and all the tars and creams and things you can think of. And I just continued to do that until, go ahead, Des, um, I developed psoriatic arthritis. So in my early 20s, that psoriasis went inside and became part of my joints. And that was more than just inconvenient that caused a ton of pain due to the inflammation. So I was very young for the word arthritis to become part of my vocabulary. um, And I was offered all of the drugs. So in 2003, the drug on the market, the big drug on the market was Vioxx. And Vioxx was amazing for me. I took it and I had lots of inflammation decrease and I thought this was going to be it. Um, It didn't make me feel so well, but it took the inflammation away and I was happy. And then one day my doctor told me that drug had been removed from the market. And when I asked why, um, people were having heart attacks. 88,000 people, 88,000 Americans had had heart attacks taking that drug. 38,000 of them died. So I said, okay, I guess I'm not taking that drug. They offered me other drugs, methotrexate, Celebrex. I took all of the NSAIDs and DMARDs. Um, None of them worked great and I had lots of side effects. So in 2006, I was invited into the heavy hitters of pharmaceuticals, the biologics. We're coming into clinical trial here at UBC where I live in Vancouver and I was invited into a clinical trial on um, an immunosuppressant injection taken once a month for arthritis. I was the youngest person in the study um, and that drug was amazing. So 2006, I had a baby, a six-month-old baby. Um, When I went on the drug, I could barely walk down the stairs carrying him. I was not living the life that I wanted to live. I was a young elementary school teacher, barely could write on the whiteboard um, because my right hand was so affected. And within about six weeks of being in the study, I had no psoriasis. I had no arthritis. I felt great. Things were back on track for me, and I thought this was it. And I carried on with life until yes um i was exited from the study in 2007 because i had skin cancer so they don't want that on the leaflet um any pharmaceutical drugs so i had to come off of out off of the study and stop seeing all of the doctors that were part of that study but my rheumatologist stuck with me and said this works so amazing for you i think you should keep taking it anyway because who knows if you would have had skin cancer anyway so i stayed on the drug and then i got skin cancer a second time And I continued to take the drug for years and I got skin cancer a third time. 
And then when I'd been on that drug for about 10 years, taking it every month, that's about 156 injections, I had a seizure. And that seizure changed my life. That seizure was the end of the road for me um, on that drug because I saw an MRI of my brain. The neurologist asked me, what are you doing? You look healthy otherwise. Um, your brain looks like you're 80. And that terrified me. Go ahead, Ted. So in 2016, I decided to take my health into my own hands to come out of, come off of that drug to look at my lifestyle. Um, chronic stress was an issue for me. Elementary school teacher for 20 years, lots of report cards. I had two kids by then. My diet was not perfect. So I thought I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to start doing yoga and meditating um, and I'm going to fix my brain. So I had that MRI image in my mind and I went to researching on my own. And as I started to look for neurogenesis, lion's mane mushroom came up for me over and over again in the research. So lion's mane mushroom is something that I had never heard of before. A lot of people think of it as food. Um, I wanted to try it. I went right to Amazon and I bought the product that had the most reviews because that's where you should go for your supplements. Um, that product that I brought into the house led me to do more research and look into more things. Um, and then I came across this study <laughs> and uh, this one was the game changer. So finally, I found a study that included women. Um, turns out women are not just small men. We need to have our own research and we are not well enough represented in research. And definitely in the research I had been reading, it was all on mice or men. But this study was different. It included women, it included two groups and they were randomized and it was placebo controlled. So I knew enough by this time, I needed good research double-blind, placebo-controlled, clinical trials on human beings who were women, this was the study. Um, in this study, they were very specific about what the people in the study took and how long they took it. So they were taking 250 milligrams of dried mushrooms, um, and they were taking four of those 250 milligram capsules. So they were taking 1,000 milligrams each time they took it, and they were doing that three times a day. So three times a day, 1,000 milligrams. They were taking 3,000 milligrams of this dried mushroom. And they took it for four months. So it wasn't four weeks. It wasn't, you know, six weeks that I, I had been kind of at that stage going, I'm not feeling anything, what's going on? Um, and then the outcome of the study was incredible. It was what I wanted. The group that was, was taking the, not the placebo, but the group taking the mushrooms, um, showed significantly increased scores on the cognitive function scale compared with the placebo group. And this was all about neurogenesis for them. And I ran to that bottle that I was taking and I flipped it over and realized I was not taking near enough and I hadn't been taking it long enough. And I started realizing there were things on the label of this bottle that were not on what was in the study. It was not an extract. It was full of grain. And I definitely was taking about six too few capsules a day if I wanted to be in line. And I knew as a teacher, I could never afford to take that much. So I started reading more and more research and I got super nerdy about it. Go ahead, Des. And realized that we could do better. And Aversio Wellness was born because my husband was using cordyceps mushrooms for triathletes training for Ironman. And he realized he needed to take more of what he was taking and I needed to take more and we needed quality to be better and we wanted organic and it didn't exist and we decided to create it. So today I have not taken a pharmaceutical drug at all in three years. Um, I have no psoriasis, I have no arthritis. Desiree makes me lift weights every morning. I'm 47 years old, but I honestly feel like I'm 20 years old. I sleep well, 
I continue to do yoga practice if I can a few times a week. I meditate daily um, and I am on a mission to just share the success that we can have outside of pharmaceuticals through the world of fungi with everyone I meet. So go ahead, Des. Um, we couldn't do it alone. We work with a mycologist. This is a scientist who specializes in mushrooms. He has a PhD. He is a beautiful human being. Maybe the only mushroom nerd, equally nerdy as me. Um, we have an ND that works with us for quality assurance and regulatory affairs. So Dr. Shannon Dragasevich is has a close personal relationship with Health Canada. And here in Canada, we have very strict regulations around our supplements. So she's the one making sure that the testing is beyond, beyond. These products are beyond safe and um, beyond potent and definitely what I can confidently say are the best mushroom products on the market because she wouldn't have it any other way. Um, my brother-in-law is a pharmacist and came on board in the very beginning to help us. And then, of course, you're going to meet Desiree Caruso, also an ND today that came on board. And she'll tell you a little secret about how we knew each other before this company started. But this amazing team to come together to make these mushroom supplements that can change lives. Go ahead, Desiree. We sat down at the table, we knew first thing first, we needed to have core values that started with honesty and transparency on that bottle, go ahead. And then we, we're not gonna work with anything else, we're just mushrooms. So we're not a supplement company, we're a mushroom company. Thought leadership had to be the first thing. Education is so important to us. I was a teacher before we got into this and I feel like we're still teachers every day. And being humanity plus is how we answer every question. Is it good for people and is it good for the planet? So. Here are the products that we went on to develop. So we have three concentrated extract blends. These are for people that want to include mushroom um, extracts in their food or their beverage. So we have the balance blend, the awaken blend, and the rejuvenate blend. And we'll talk a little about how those relate to hormones. And we have six single mushroom extracts in capsules for people that don't want to taste it. Uh, like Leah might not have wanted to in the beginning. They just want to take it as part of their supplement regimen and have it as easy as just swallowing a capsule as part of a daily routine. We knew that we had to put these products in packaging, which didn't occur to us because I was not a business person. And when I went into a wellness store after realizing we were starting a company and looked down the aisle, it occurred to me that I was looking at a sea of white plastic bottles. And we had become massive mushroom nerds, spending a lot of time in the forest learning about mycology, learning about mushrooms in the ecosystem. There was no way on this earth I was putting anything in a plastic bottle. And I thought, why are other companies doing that? What is going on here? We have to do better. We're a new company. We have an opportunity. So we developed a planet positive refill system where everything starts in a glass jar, infinitely recyclable or reusable, a metal lid. When you're finished with your supplement after two months of use, you can purchase a 100% home compostable refill pouch, refill your jar, compost the pouch. So nothing goes in the recycling because here in Canada, I don't know about you, but our recycling system infrastructure is a mess. Not much of it. They say National Geographic says only 9% of recyclable materials actually end up recycled. The rest of it's in a landfill or an ocean. So we didn't wanna to have to rely on that. Um, and we certainly don't want things in the landfill and you only need so many plastic jars hanging around your house. So this system has really been a beautiful thing to us and we feel like it's a little gratitude back to mother nature. So functional fungi 101, here we go. 
Um, so how old are mushrooms? People say mushrooms are so trendy. You know, I see them in the shop. Um, we have a friend in Vegas right now who is literally texting me pictures from the Bellagio where it is all mushrooms inside the hotel, but they're not a new thing. Um, mushrooms have been around for a billion years. And this is new research and it's done right here in Canada where they uh, were able to discover fossils of fungi, which is what our Dr. Ludo specializes in in his PhD, um, that prove that mushrooms have been here for a billion years on this planet. That's very cool. They appeared prior to flowering plants. They appeared prior to insects showing up and definitely before mammals, long before us. Um, yet, for some reason, they remain the most misunderstood and understudied organisms on the planet. People are afraid of them, they don't know about them, and we haven't been using them like we could have been all of this time. What we do know for sure, without a doubt, is that without fungi here, all ecosystems on our planet would simply fail. If we had no fungi, we would have no forests. They are the decomposers of our forests. They are working beneath us right now, right under our feet in the wood wide web in the mycelial ecosystem underneath transferring information between trees and plants and all things to keep us where we are. If we had no forests, we would have no oxygen and without oxygen, there would be no life. So we know we need them. Why haven't we been using them? When we look back to ancient civilizations, they did use them. We have stopped. It's not like it's new to us and it's never been here. We've been on a break. When we look at um, Europe and the Mediterranean and in the east, we see all of those ancient civilizations like you can see in the art here. We see those mushrooms show up in stone carvings and in caves and on the thrones in the ancient um, Asian empires. So when I look back and I look at the oldest Greek physician that we can read about, and that's Hippocrates, he said, let food be thy medicine and let thy medicine be food. And I'm pretty sure he was talking about mushrooms when he said that. And that's right where we are back here today. So we know that our distant ancestors interacted with fungi. It is no wonder that over time, the human body has developed receptors throughout to detect the presence and then benefit from fungi. We are built to receive those compounds inside. So it, it blew my mind when I started reading and realizing all of these things that are me, the raw materials that make me are just waiting to receive those compounds that fit like a lock and key right in that are made inside mushrooms. So there's no doubt, I believe we were meant to use them. Um, today, fungi are of enormous environmental and medical importance. We're coming to this place where they're being looked at for both things and now we're seeing them show up in art, fashion, everywhere. Um, and I think it's just gonna get bigger and bigger. As you can tell, I'm pretty excited about it. Mycologists like our Dr. Ludo estimate that there are about 3 million species of fungi on earth. Some estimate lower, some higher. Um, only about 4% of them or 144,000 species have been documented and described in the fungariums of the world. We have a lot of work to do, only 4%. Um, it just blows my mind. With fungi-based discoveries like penicillin and all of the powerful fungi-derived cancer drugs, essentially every cancer drug on the market today is derived from fungi. They're already saving lives every day. Just imagine the other potential out there that hasn't been discovered with 96% left to look at. Like I'm so excited for the generations to come ahead of us. So when we look at the world of fungi, um, it's important to know they're not plants and they're not animals. They belong to their very own kingdom, the kingdom fungi, and it is the largest kingdom on the planet. Um, it's not just mushrooms. The kingdom fungi includes yeast. Thank goodness for yeast or we wouldn't have bread or 
yogurt or beer for some people that drink that. Um, it includes molds and it includes mushrooms as well. Go ahead, Jess. Um, and the stats are that in those 3 million fungi, so that's your yeast, your yeast, your molds, and your mushrooms, 150,000 of those are the mushrooms of the world. 3,000 species out of those 150,000 are edible. We could actually eat them. Doesn't mean they're going to all taste good. It doesn't mean they're going to do us any good, but we could eat them. And of those, 700 of those have medicinal properties that have been documented in good research. We have 700 species on planet Earth. Health Canada, where we are, recognizes 14 of those 700 as powerful enough to be sold as medicinal mushrooms in a supplement. So this was a lot of learning we had to do, um, a lot of research to weed through to find out why those 14. And it's easy to see with the testing we have available. So at Aversial Wellness, we work with nine out of those 14. It's a very exclusive club. And we picked those nine because they have the highest percentages of the beneficial compounds that show up in the good research and the least side effects, essentially none. So we work with reishi, lion's mane, and chaga. Go back for one second, this. And in the middle row, tremola, cordyceps, and turkey tail. And on the bottom, oyster, shiitake, and maitake. So those are the nine mushrooms that make up any of the products that we work with. And it's because Health Canada allows us and we see the research there. So the life cycle of the mushroom starts out in nature as a spore. And you can think of that like the seed of an apple or, or anything. Um, those spores are released by the millions, though, from a mushroom. They travel wherever they are, and they land on a surface that they're about to grow on. And as those spores find each other, they come together and create a hyphae. It's a thin, thread-like filament that will grow inside wherever the mushroom is growing. Medicinal mushrooms grow on wood. This is massively important. When we go on our mushroom walks, the medicinal mushrooms, those ones that we just showed you, are not growing anywhere else but wood. They grow on wood. This is interesting. There are mushrooms growing in the grass. There are mushrooms growing all over the place. Those aren't the medicinal ones. They might be food. They might be mycorrhizal helping the environment. But when we're looking for those few specific ones, they're growing on the wood. And that mycelium, the root system, is growing inside the wood. When favorable conditions come, we get the right amount of heat, light, and humidity. We get a little primordia, a baby button mushroom, and that continues to grow over quite a long period of time. So we get that full, beautiful, what we call fruiting body mushroom. This is what Mother Nature presents to us. We see it when we're in the forest. That's the fruiting body. When it's mature, it has the most beneficial compounds. And then it will start to die and it will go back and the life cycle will continue over and over again. So we only work in our products with the fruiting body of the mushroom simply because that's the way Mother Nature did it and that's where all the beneficial compounds are. But that product that I was taking, what I talked about at the beginning, was what we call mycelium on grain. So it turns out what most companies have been doing for over a decade is, like you see in that jar, taking grain, so rice, oats, sorghum, millet, really they're growing on any grain they can get their hands on, really whatever is cheap. They are inoculating it with those spores I talked about or even a live liquid mycelium and they're letting that grow out inside usually a plastic bag until they have enough mycelium that they will consider that now a completed life cycle. They will dry that grain and mycelium, they will grind it up, put it into a jar with it becoming a powder or in a capsule and they will call it mushrooms. That was massively unethical to me. It is not mushrooms. 
it is part of the life cycle of a mushroom with a whole lot of grain in it that is filler that has no medicinal compounds not doing us any good and might even for someone like me i'd removed all grain from my diet when i was trying to look at an anti-inflammatory diet i certainly did not want grain in my mushroom products that i was looking to for medicine so these mycelium on grain products just lack purity and potency and we're ready to get rid of them and move on to what science shows we can have so that leaves the medicine part so i'm going to pass it to des then to tell you um, we developed these products. What are people using them for? What do NDC in them? And how are they medicine for us? Mm -hmm. So before I get started, Brandy mentioned um, that she was uh, an elementary school teacher. So it's kind of funny how things come full circle. Brandy was actually my grade four teacher. And when I was going through naturopathic medical school, um, Brandy's name came up. She had just started Aversio Wellness. And I was like, there's only one Brandy Garden that I know. And so we were reconnected. So if you like synchronicities and things like that, how it can come full circle, um, that's our story. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. So we're, you know, you've heard the term functional mushroom. You've heard the term medicinal mushroom. Um, those essentially are interchangeable. So our products are considered functional mushrooms or medicinal mushrooms. So they're a supplement, they can be taken for health benefits. Now there are a whole bunch of classes of compounds that are in mushrooms, um, but the ones that we specifically focus on um, in, you know, that is focused on in the research as well as in our products are polysaccharides, terpenoids and antioxidants. And these are the molecules that have been shown in research to have medicinal benefit. So it's really important that we understand mushroom extraction for high quality products. And the reason being is we wanna make sure that the product that we're taking has an equivalent dose to what's examined in the research. So just like Brandy said, you know, that one study had 3000 milligrams of lion's mane and the product she was taking was a mycelium on grain and it was probably significantly lower in terms of the amount of milligrams of these beneficial compounds. So that's why extraction is really important. So for example, in an extraction, we would start with say 12 kilograms of dried fruiting body mushrooms. So essentially the fruiting body, so the mushroom part of the mushroom that Brandy mentioned, we start with that, they're dried. Then what happens is they are ground super fine. Um, so it's into a powder and then it goes through an extraction process. So all of our mushrooms in general are hot water extracts. And then there are certain functional mushrooms that we have that are a dual extract. So after that hot water extract, they also go through an alcohol extraction. And the reason being is because we're following the research for what medicinal compounds would otherwise be left behind. So in that hot water extract, it's essentially cooked for many hours in hot water, and it's releasing those beneficial compounds from the chitin wall. So the chitin is the mushroom cell wall. And so these beneficial compounds are essentially behind them. So we need to, to cook it essentially. Um, then if it's a dual extract, it also goes through a process where it's alcohol extracted. So any compounds that would be soluble in alcohol are now going to be in our product. Um, and then what happens is, is the mushrooms, they're spray dried, and then they are in a dried powdered extract form. So the fiber is removed, the moisture is removed. So what you're left with would be one kilogram of super fine extract powder that's isolated and concentrated and bioavailable with 
with these beneficial compounds. So when you see there, you know, the, a product that says it's an extract, you need to make sure that it has an extraction ratio in the front. If it says it's an extract, but there's no ratio, well, then what that means is they stopped at number two, where it says micronized and ground superfine. So it is the fruiting body, but it's just ground superfine and there's no hot water or alcohol extraction. So you need to make sure that you know what that number is because that's really important for knowing a specific dose that we're taking. So for example, in the bottom right there, it says with a QCE, which is quantity crude equivalent. So that means you started with that crude amount, which was 12 kilograms, and then you ended up with um, that one kilogram that's concentrated. So that's the quantity crude equivalent. So that's specific for an extract. Um, and this product, our turkey tail has 12,000 milligrams in just two capsules. So this is important for on the label. So we can see, um, I'm not sure if you can see my mouse, but it says 12 to one extract um, of the fruiting body of turkey tail. So that's a thousand milligrams. So each capsule, so per two capsules, you're getting a thousand milligrams. So 500 milligrams per capsule. So then what you need to do is you need to take that thousand milligrams of those two capsules that you're taking, and then you need to multiply it by the first number in the extraction ratio to see what is the, what is the dose that you're taking? 1,000 times 12 is 12,000. So per two capsules, you're getting 12,000 milligrams of quantity crude equivalent of turkey tail. And you also want to make sure that you know the label has specific compounds in there, such as beta D glucans, because that's really important. That's a way for us to, um, you know, the science to prove, hey, this is here, and we need to make sure that companies are testing for it. So all of our products are third party lab tested. So we take our products and we send it off to a third party lab so that they can verify. Yeah, exactly. There are greater than 53% beta D glucans in this product. So that's super important. And so here's um, a visual for you to understand a little bit more about the beta D glucan. So this is on the left, there is the fungal cell wall. So there's a lot of fiber, a lot of layers, but through the extraction process, we're able to break all of that down. And then you're left with these beneficial compounds like beta D glucans um, that can actually go in and act at the receptor and have those medicinal benefit. So these beta D glucan percentages are utilized for quality control. So when you're looking at a product, you wanna see what the percentage is of beta D glucans. And so these are really important because beta D glucans can stimulate the activity of immune cells. Um, they can bind to specific receptors. So Grandy said earlier that our biology, we evolved for functional mushrooms to be able to sit in at the receptor. So it's no coincidence, um, you know, with, with fungi um, being present well beyond, well before mammals um, were there. So I know today we're talking about hormones um, and how functional mushrooms can support that, but this is just some background in terms of like, this is legit. These are the beta D glucans. There is research to show that it can support our immune system. And then functional mushrooms also support our gut health, which we know is super important for overall health and well-being, as well as um, hormone health. And, you know, approximately 70% of our immune system lives in our gut. And the health of our microbiome is extremely important because if we have dysbiosis, that increases our risk for other, um, you know, conditions or unwanted symptoms. And so these microorganisms work closely with our innate immune system and contribute to our health. And so it's these polysaccharides um, or beta D glucans that are consumed by two specific bacterial strains that have been shown in research to promote a healthy microbiome. So that's super cool.
But how can mushrooms support hormones? There are many areas of support. Um, they can directly be, you know, hormone balancing and hormone normalizing, but there are also some maybe indirect ways that they can support home hormones like sleep and stress management, blood sugar, gut health, and antioxidants. Um, so it's pretty cool to see all the different facets by which functional mushrooms can support that. So the first one we're going to talk about is chaga. And so, you know, there are research that shows that changes in estrogen levels can lead to an increase in oxidative stress. So if we think of somebody, say, who's, you know, leaning towards menopause and there are fluctuations in estrogen, maybe drops in estrogen, that can cause increased oxidative stress because estrogen is essentially like one of our own antioxidants in our body. Um, and it's been shown in research that oxidative stress can lead to hormone disruptions. So if you think about a time in your life when you've had a lot of stressful events, maybe family, work, whatever that is, and then if you think back to the period um, or the menstrual cycle that you had afterwards, you know, was it worse? Was it better? I can totally think of so many times where I maybe wasn't treating my body right. I was studying or maybe I was super stressed with life and family, whatever that is, my symptoms in my menstrual cycle, cycle were worse. So it's very interesting how there is an interplay with oxidative stress or even our environment, um, endocrine disruptors and, and things like that. Now, chaga is found to have one of the earth's highest ORAC values in the world. So higher than blueberries, higher than acai berries, which is super cool. Um, and we can think of antioxidants. Um, so antioxidants are, which is chaga, um, they can, you know, quench these free radicals in our body. So we can think of free radicals as kind of, you know, it's like stress, cellular stress, essentially. And so these free radicals can cause, you know, an analogy that I like to say is little fires throughout the body. And so these antioxidants can be thought of as like little firefighters, you know, putting the water on the fire and kind of putting them out by donating these electrons. And so that's just one way that chaga can help to um, support our hormones hormone imbalance when we have excess oxidative stress physiologically. And so studies have also shown that chaga has the potential to reduce fasting blood glucose levels, improving glucose tolerance and improving insulin resistance. And this is super interesting and super, you know, important, especially if you're somebody with hormone imbalance and maybe you have PCOS and maybe your blood sugar is off and you need some support in that way. And so it's chaga was found to activate pathways in the body that are required for normal metabolism, because when these pathways are out of whack or off balance, that can lead to type two diabetes or insulin resistance, obesity. And it was, it's very cool because, you know, there's one specific pathway, the AMPK pathway, which is how metformin actually can, um, impact through the regulation of that pathway. And this pathway increases glucose uptake into cells, which improves insulin sensitivity. So what that means is if we are insulin resistant, or if we struggle with blood sugar regulation, um, we may have difficulty bringing that glucose or that sugar into the cell. So that's when maybe you have hyperglycemia um, and your blood sugar rises. But with chaga, it was shown that it impacts this specific pathway so that it can help to bring that sugar and that glucose into the cell so that our cells are, are not resistant to insulin or blood sugar. And it can help to um, you know, be more sensitive to that. And that's super important um, you know, from a hormone standpoint in terms of blood sugar. And I know Leah has totally talked about that all the time. There's another functional mushroom called maitake, 
And studies have shown that maitake extract was able to lower blood glucose levels while improving glucose tolerance. So very similarly to chaga, maitake is able to help with the insulin sensitivity piece. And research suggests that it works by enhancing peripheral tissue sensitivity. So again, helping to bring that glucose into the cell and improving that sensitivity. Um, and maitake in addition is also a source of antioxidants, which is awesome. So similar to chaga. And maitake is a source of ergothionine. So we're not gonna touch too much on ergothionine, but just know that ergothionine is, can, can only be added to, um, can only be consumed from food and mushrooms are very high. Um, they're one of the highest sources of ergothionine and maitake um, is a source of ergothionine. And so it's involved in metabolic pathways and, and blood sugar and, and um, lipid levels and production, et cetera. And so there was this one study that was very, very interesting to me. So if you have PCOS or know of somebody with PCOS, you may have difficulties or, you know, more difficulty than, than another individual with conception and especially with ovulation. And clomiphene citrate is a very common pharmaceutical that is used to induce ovulation. So often people with PCOS have difficulty ovulating. And so the study was so interesting to me because they evaluated clomiphene citrate and then they evaluated maitake each on their own and then they evaluated them together. And they found that maitake extract alone was able to induce ovulation in PCOS patients. And they also evaluated, the researchers said that it may be useful as an adjunct therapy for patients who failed the first-line clomiphene citrate treatment. So what that means is individuals with PCOS who were not able to ovulate, they were given clomiphene citrate, they, and that did not induce ovulation. So what they did is they did clomiphene citrate with maitake extract, and they were able to ovulate. So it's very cool to say, or it's an example to show that, you know, by taking functional mushrooms or, you know, going into holistic health doesn't mean that you need to do it exclusive of conventional medicine, but you can do them together. You can use them together and they can, they can help. Functional mushrooms can absolutely help um, with our hormones and supporting that. So I thought this study was amazing. Now there's cordyceps mushrooms. So cordyceps, you know, we hear about it for energy and being an adaptogen and all of these things, and it's really cool, but it can also enhance libido and sexual desire. Now this can also happen and has been shown in research for both men and women, um, which this is, I mean, that's awesome. And there are some research on like sperm health and fertility, et cetera, but you know, particular for, for this presentation today, you know, if you think back to a time or maybe you're experiencing this now where your hormones are, you know, imbalanced and you're, you have certain symptoms, a lot of times we often forget about, you know, libido and sexual desire because there are some other symptoms that are maybe, um, you know, more, at, more at the forefront, whether that's, you know, energy or bloating or all of these other things, you know, painful periods, et cetera. But, but that's something too, that affects us. Um, and cordyceps has been shown and it's a known hormone balancer or normalizer. Research shows that it can boost the production of estrogen. And it's found to do this through regulating the hypothalamic pituitary function. So these are areas in our brain um, 
And these areas in our brain can talk to our ovaries and talk to our reproductive system. And so turning that online is extremely important, especially if you're somebody who maybe has, you know, been on hormonal birth control where that connection and that communication is maybe disrupted. Um, and so it's, it's found, research has found that cordyceps was able to normalize the production of estrogen and progesterone by the ovaries. So when I say normalize, that doesn't mean you take cordyceps, your estrogen and progesterone are going to rise for sure. That means that it helps to normalize it. And so that's a really important point, especially in the research of functional mushrooms as new research emerges that it's different than pharmaceutical medications um, in that it's not you take X and Y will happen, but it helps to normalize that. And as Brandy likes to say, that's a part of mushroom intelligence, um, that functional mushrooms, um, the, the mechanism has not exactly been elucidated of how it, how it knows whether it's too much or too little or to normalize that, but it's just so fascinating to see the results of those studies. And then cordyceps is also considered an adaptogen. So adaptogen means that it can help to support our body deal with stress on a physiological level. And again, it helps to modulate that by the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. So going from our brain to our adrenal glands. You've, I'm sure you've all heard of adrenal fatigue or chronic stress and you know supporting the adrenals. This is especially important with somebody who has hormonal imbalance or you know is struggling with hormone production. That's an area, as I'm sure Leah's talked to you before, that we need to support because our body is perceiving that as stress. So it can help to support adrenal gland secretion and can help to modulate that excess hormone production. And we can see in that graph there that as an adaptogen it's the same thing as I talked about on the other the previous slide where it's not you know for sure going to increase everything it can help to you know be protective against that stress and lower it or maybe an adaptation response where it raises it um, mushroom intelligence again but it's very fascinating and then there's lion's mane so we think of lion's mane as the brain mushroom there's so much research on you know, brain fog and mood and all of these things. And that's super important. Um, and that can be super helpful, especially maybe we're in our menstrual cycle and we're bleeding and we're in our menses and we need some support with that brain fog. But research has shown that it can, it can actually help to activate estrogen receptor beta in the brain, which may help to reduce hormonal depressive symptoms. Sometimes, you know, we have mood fluctuations um, around our period just because of, of the fluctuations in estrogen or progesterone, et cetera. And so estrogen receptor beta is a receptor that's expressed in the brain and research shows that when it's activated, it may reduce these hormonal depressive symptoms. Um, and I, I know it says menopausal in there and maybe you're not menopausal um, depending on your age, but I think, you know, it's important to note because menopause represents a change in hormonal balance. Um, so it's still, in my opinion, applicable. And they have found a connection between menopause and mood symptoms and estrogen receptor beta, which is, which is um, very fascinating to see too. And then there's reishi, the queen of adaptogens. Um, what doesn't reishi do? It does everything. Um, but specific to hormones, it helps to normalize the production of estrogen and progesterone. So very similarly, working on that HPA axis, you know, helping the, the brain and the reproductive system communicate again. Um, and it exhibits estrogen-like activity. Um, so what that means is, you know, we've had people who have said, okay, estrogen-like activity, oh no, it's going to increase estrogen. Similar to cordyceps, it's not going to, you know, X, you take, you take ratio and it's going to increase estrogen. It's estrogen-like activity. So what they found is that in the research, when they were, you know, symptoms of excess or decreased and deficient estrogen, 
um, cause certain symptoms. And so in the research, when they were, um, when they gave reishi, they found that the same symptoms of normalized hormones were occurring. So estrogen-like activity without necessarily having an, a big impact on estrogen where it was a risk factor per se. So it was able to improve the symptoms of estrogen imbalance and also activating um, estrogen receptors like estrogen receptor beta, similarly to lion's mane. And that's very fascinating because when we think of, you know, conditions like anxiety and depression and people ask us what functional mushrooms are best, it's lion's mane and reishi. Whether you have a hormonal imbalance or not, um, these two functional mushrooms can be beneficial for that. And then reishi, something that is very different than all of the other ones, it has anti-androgenic properties, which if you have too much testosterone, maybe you have PCOS, reishi is, you know, it's very clear in research that it's an anti-androgen. So, you know, studies have shown that it has the ability to inhibit testosterone by reducing the activity of 5-alpha reductase, which converts testosterone into DHT, which is a more potent form of testosterone um, and that's found to totally improve symptoms of, you know, excess androgen production, like, you know, increased hair growth, cystic acne, et cetera. And then reishi also has liver protective properties too, which we know is super important um, for hormones and all of that detoxification pathways. And then reishi can help to modulate stress. Stress is so important too. Like I said earlier, when we're, we're stressed, then maybe our cycles have changed. Um, so helping to modulate stress via that hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis as an adaptogen similar to cordyceps um, is, is very, very helpful. And reishi is often used for anxiety um, because of this. And reishi is one of those mushrooms similar to cordyceps where you know typically we'll say you need to take functional mushrooms for a long period of time um, for you to experience the effects, at least especially physiologically. Um, but reishi is without a doubt one of those, or if you take it the first time, you're it's like very, very likely that you will experience the calmness of reishi. And then one, you know, last thing here, reishi for sleep. Sleep is so important. If we're not sleeping, we're not going to, you know, achieve optimal health or hormone health, things like that. So reishi extract has demonstrated significant improvements in the total sleep time. So maybe you struggle with getting enough sleep, um, the length of non-rapid eye movement sleep. So NREM sleep, which is majority of our sleep sleep latency. So that means the time it takes to fall asleep, it decreased that as well as sleep quality, um, which is super important. And one study found that reishi acted in benzodiazepine like fashion. So similarly in the sense where it improved sleep as well as, um, you know, that anti-insomnia action. But the difference was that it didn't have the adverse effects or dependence that was seen in benzodiazepine use which is very interesting because benzodiazepines are an anti-insomnia medication um, that are prescribed, but they're not meant long-term. They can be you know, prescribed if, um, if a, your doctor is switching a medication or you know, short-term use, but it's not meant to be long-term. Reishi can safely be taken long-term and there are no withdrawal or side effects, um, which is awesome. Um, so that's our presentation. We talked, we you know, I hope we didn't overwhelm you with a whole bunch of information, but Brandy and I, you know, get really excited talking about how functional mushrooms um, can support us. And, you know, each functional mushroom in general has immunomodulating properties, so it can support the immune system. But then from there, those secondary actions, some mushrooms are, you know, thought of as one thing, like lines made for brain, cordyceps for energy, but there are so many other things that they can do. It's just not clear cut one, one thing that each functional mushroom can do. Um, and the research is still emerging.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.